What's Australia's population going to look like in 40 years and what government services will we need? That's the aim of the Intergenerational Report. It's released roughly every five years by the federal government and the next one will be published in full this week. But ahead of that, that's happening on Thursday, but ahead of that, bits are being released daily to grab the headlines and your attention. Guess it's working. By 2063, there'll be 40 million Australians. The number of those over 65 will double, meaning more pressure on the caring economy. The Intergenerational Report will also forecast what our economy will be like alongside our ageing population. There are already concerns there won't be enough revenue flowing into government coffers to fund basic services. And the Business Council of Australia is warning that major economic reforms are needed to pay for critical services that Australians expect. It's published its own report today, reviving its long campaign to lower business taxes, which previously haven't won broad public support. And let's get more on this now from our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. The intergenerational report warns an extra $140 billion will be needed every year for the next four decades to fund aged care, Medicare, the NDIS, defence and interest payments on government debt. Business Council Chief Executive Jennifer Westacott says those services Australians take for granted can't be maintained without major reform of the tax system. I think the simple reality is the design of the tax system at the moment is not going to raise the revenue needed to meet those service costs. And most importantly, it's not designed in a way that's going to grow the economy at a rate that we need to grow it to generate the revenues that government needs. The BCA has released a hefty blueprint titled Seize the Moment, warning tough decisions need to be taken on tax, productivity, industry policy and microeconomic reform. But Jennifer Westacott warns time is running out. We run the risk of being the generation of Australians who leave the next generation in worse shape and no generation has done that before. We should not be waiting for a crisis. We should not be waiting for things to get worse. We should not be waiting for other countries to basically eat our competitiveness. We need to act now. The Business Council has also revived calls to lower the corporate tax rate from the current 30% for large businesses. Potentially controversial at a time of high inflation and consumer eyeing big corporate profits. Business Council President Tim Reid is careful not to nominate the new lower level he wants. Australia should not be a low taxed and low company tax environment, but we do believe it needs to be a competitive tax environment. Did you have any specific figure in mind for a lower corporate tax rate and how do you rate your chances against a Labor government? We don't have a number that we're targeting, but we reference it against the OECD average of 25%. The paper also wants greater action to smooth the energy transition, which Jennifer Westacott agrees is a game changer. 47% of our exports are fossil fuel intensive, carbon intensive. Now the world is kind of on this unstoppable rapid momentum towards decarbonisation, that is a real difference uh, in terms of our thinking and the urgency of getting our fundamentals right. The paper says decarbonisation could turbocharge the move to a net zero economy, increase GDP by $890 million and add 195,000 new jobs by 2070. But the BCA is also urging states and territories to commit to a thorough decarbonisation approach that goes through to 2050. That report from our senior business correspondent Peter Ryan who joins me now in the studio. Peter, the business councils raised some big economic issues in uh, this report. What else do they want to see? Well Tom, some of the usual ones. A really interesting report, quite a weighty document as I mentioned in that report, but one 
area that comes up all the time is the goods and services tax, which is a really tough one. They think the goods and services tax needs to tick up a bit to raise additional revenue. This is a tough one. Um, you know, most governments would see this as politically toxic, but other governments around the world have found raising the GST or having a higher level or broadening the base is a good way of raising money. It was suggested uh, during the uh, pandemic when so much um, debt was raised that how to pay it back, and the GST is one good area. So also moving to change regulation to make it easier for companies to speed through the uh, renewables transition. So it's a big paper. It's an important one. Waiting for a response for the federal government to see what they think about lowering the the uh, corporate tax, which mm. is quite controversial, doesn't always uh, pass the pub test. And, of course, um, Malcolm Turnbull as Prime Minister, Scott Morrison as Treasurer, tried to lower that, but that failed and was put on the back burner. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes down with the, with the Labor government. Yeah, more on this coming up. Jennifer Westacott from the Business Council joins us live on the program in about an hour. Peter, there's also going to be a lot of focus, just while we've got you there this week, on the US Federal Reserve and a speech from Jerome Powell, the chairman. How closely watch will that be? Well, this is going to be really interesting, Tom, because every central bank governor from right around the world gather in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, this time every year. Um, a lot of attention placed on what Jerome Powell is going to be saying, because even though it looks as though interest rate rises in the United States may well be over, just last week we had some very positive economic data showing that the US economy, despite all these rate rises, continues to move on, um, looking as though GDP is going to be rising, initial jobless claims are down. So uh, there are expectations that uh, there may be one, maybe two more rate rises in the United States. So every single word that's uttered by Jerome Powell will be um, watched very closely and scrutinised as economists uh, read the tea leaves about whether interest rates are peak. We think they have in Australia, but we don't know that either. It's one time it's here. Jackson Hole, Wyoming makes, uh, makes global headlines. Thank you very much. Peter Ryan, our senior business correspondent 